As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. Hey, this is James, your host of the Engineer Your Success podcast. I want to thank you for joining me on today's show. Today, we are going to feature an interview by Susan Young. So Susan Young is an award-winning storyteller and communicator. The interesting thing about Susan's story is that you won't believe this. She talks about this. We get into the interview is that although her company is in communications, although she's studied mass communications in college, she did not speak up to the age of four years old. And so she communicated in different ways, but no speech came until after she was four years old. I think you'll really enjoy the story and you'll be able to get some real good nuggets that will help you as you are preparing your signature talk, as you're thinking about speaking in front of people, if you're thinking about giving your next presentation. But before we get into today's episode, I have a very, very special announcement. Today, October 25th, 2022, is my 19th wedding anniversary. And I just wanted to take a moment to really show appreciation for my wife, Melba. Melba, I love you. You are the light of my life. I would not be who I am without you. I'm so grateful that God put us together, that we were able to just continue to grow. And I look forward to 19 plus more years being right beside you. I was talking to someone the other day and they said, every time you talk about your wife, you light up. Absolutely, baby. You light me up. I love you. And hey, listeners, I hope that you can enjoy this episode. Again, my name is James Bryant. I'm the host of the Engineer Your Success podcast. It is my pleasure to help you win at work and at home. Enjoy. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for today's show. And today I have the pleasure of having Susan Young as my guest. Susan, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Thank you, James, for having me here. And uh, just a pleasure to, to spend some time looking forward to this. A little bit about myself. Well, I'm a storyteller, so I'll, I'll share my story real quick. I didn't talk till I was four years old. My parents thought I was deaf, took me to the doctor where I lived in Brooklyn at the time. And he said, no, she's not deaf. She hears everything. She just doesn't need to talk. When I was hungry, I banged on the refrigerator and they were the food. So that was easy. <laughs> and what does a child like that do when she grows up? Well, I went to college and majored in mass communication and stumbled on the radio station on campus and just was smitten. So wound up going back to New Jersey where I grew up and Worked on the radio every day for 10 years as an on-air anchor and a news reporter, interviewing everyone from homeless people to presidents, and won a few awards along the way. And it was a fun job because all I had to do was get paid to ask people questions, and I never had to have any answers. It was like the old school style journalism before CNN and Fox and all 24-7 news, where my opinion didn't matter, was what I was told, that it was just tell the story, tell their story, that story, the other side, and, and the listeners will decide. And 
I took that to Fort and I didn't realize it. And James, what the what the price I paid was was that I didn't know what I stood for. Mm. I felt like I didn't have a voice, even though my voice was my livelihood. So I lost my way a little bit and went out to run Governor Christy Whitman's office of radio and TV in the governor's office and was a PR director for a statewide nonprofit. So 22 years ago, I start my business. It starts out as a PR company and I'm still telling other people's stories. But the thing is, is that people want to know my story and it's like, well, what do I stand for? What do I hold true and, you know, near and dear to my heart? And so it took a lot of exploration, took a little therapy and some insight and introspection and had to uncover my story and figure that out, which has been, as an entrepreneur, it's really professional, personal development kind of thing. And so these days, what I do is I coach people like engineers and architects and construction folks and professionals, entrepreneurs who want to be able to share their story and use their voice so that they can speak up and speak with confidence and get more visibility, have a bigger impact and help more people. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Oh, wow. Susan, that is an interesting story. So you grew up not really communicating a lot. You didn't need to talk, right? So you talked when, when it was convenient or when you needed to. Then you love the radio, you're doing the interviews, but you're still allowing other, you're facilitating other people telling their stories. And then you notice that you didn't have your voice, that you weren't telling your story. What were some of the things that you found beneficial in helping you uncover your story? Well, it was interesting because I had to really think about how do I feel about this? Because where I grew up in, in the 70s and from families from Brooklyn, we talked about feelings. Yeah. How do I feel about that? I'm like, oh, no. It's like now I'm kind of slightly woo-woo. So I have to pay attention to those things, I think, in a much different way. But I think one of the things that I discovered about myself was that I, from the time I was a little kid, was that I had this insatiable curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's my superpower, really. That served me well in work as, as an entrepreneur, but also as a reporter, just asking good questions and having deep listening skills. I found out this one really important thing that there's nothing wrong with me and there never was. Yeah. At Banowitz Marketing, we succeed when you succeed. Build a thriving family business with great marketing that actually works. How? Start with comprehensive marketing direction and a clear action plan. Then get attentive expert help and choose whether that help comes as done for you services or as done with you guidance. Visit us at thrivingfamilybusiness.com to get started today. No, I think that that is key. I don't know if, if people are going to gloss over that, but it sounds like you got to a point where you were able to accept yourself for who you were and be able to yeah. value who you were, not necessarily devalue it or just, you know what, I'm good the way I am. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because I always say I'm a storyteller and a speaker coach and I, I tell other people's stories, but then, and, and people tell me all the time, I don't have a story to share. I'm like, you do, it's right under your nose. And it's like, hello, my story's right under my nose too, but I needed to pull it out in, in a different kind of way. Yeah. No, I think that is, I think that is absolutely awesome. So, so how did you hear about the Engineer Your Success podcast? Well, I saw somebody who had been a guest on it and I saw it online 
And I'm like, wow, I do a lot of speaking. I'm hired to speak at different colleges and association meetings. And so I've worked with a lot of engineers and construction folks and architects and people who tend to be introverted or shy empaths, whenever not good communicators, kind of like the pencil pushers, as they call mm-hmm. themselves, and work with a lot of students also who majored in IEEE and, and all the, the groups. And so it, it's always, it's a story that they tell themselves. I'm shy. I'm not good at this. I'm, I'm an engineer. I don't, I draw and I, I do groundwater tables and stuff and I don't need to, to talk to people. And that's the story that I kept telling myself too was, I'm the middle child. I, I'm the, the, the black sheep of the family. I'm the screwball. I'm the one that's bad. And so we have to get away from those stories and really be able to embrace our strengths and, and look at things so a different lens. And that's what I teach people to do. And so that's why the engineering part really struck me. Yeah, it's interesting because one of the, I, I did a past episode on this and I actually did a recent blog post on engineering your story which is exactly what you're saying. That there's this story that we tell ourselves that may or may not be true, but it's all in how we're interpreting that information in those life events and how we're framing it. And as we learn to engineer our story, to be able to lay out before us a, a path to really connect with people, to accept who we are, it's, it's an empowering thing when you're able, when that light bulb goes off and you're able to make that connection to well, this is the story that I've been telling myself, and that's just not true. So now let me look at what's been happening in my life and be able to craft a story that's closer to the truth of what I've actually been living. Absolutely. And what's interesting about it, James, is that when we have that, I call it inside out storytelling. It's that we have to get the story straight in our heads first, and then we can share our story with more people out in the marketplace or in the world. And so when being trained in NLP and neurolinguistic programming and, and those experiences and that story, it's like every psychology shows us that between the ages of zero and seven years old, that's when all of our identity is formed. And so told you that you're terrible in math or that you're not a good piano player or that mom likes Joey better than she does, all that stuff. That, and we're walking around with it 50 years later. <laughs> saying, I stick to piano, I'm a good at math, or Joe yes. is a savory. And it's like, where did you get that from? Yes. And so it's the story, that, that loop, that imposter syndrome that we've got to address first, and then we can go out in the world and be successful. No, I think that's absolutely correct because you're looking at the story and you're saying, is that story serving who you want to be? Essentially, is the story that I'm telling myself helping me to achieve the goals that I want? Is it helping me to engineer my success or is it hindering me? And if the answer is, if it's hindering me, then that tells me I need to do something different. I need to begin to reframe how I'm telling that story. Yeah. And it's so easy because it's not like I mentioned therapy and all it. You don't have to go to therapy to, to re- rewind. You just have to reset where you are now and say, okay, I'm ready to move forward and tell myself a different story. That's going to be, like you said, that plant the seeds of success and empowerment instead of struggle and well, for me. Yeah. You know, the weeds, planting those weeds in that fertile garden, whatever you tell yourself is what you're going to be. Yes. And so it's time to tell yourself a different story. But that, again, takes some introspection and sometimes an event or something that happens in your life. That's one of those defining moments. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting, Susan. And I'm really enjoying our conversation, kind of delving into this piece about your story. So what are some of the key elements that people should be thinking through as they're constructing their story? 
If you think about the story that I shared about that being a kid who doesn't talk and then going to college and you want to interject your personality into it. And it, it's funny because when I coach people and a lot of engineers and, and project managers, folks like that, where they don't know what to include and what to leave out. So it's different when you have a 30 second elevator pitch and you give them one or two lines. But when somebody says, tell me about yourself. And your head explodes. It's like, oh no, what am I going to say? Just a couple of sentences, but you want it to be personable and relatable and memorable. So it's really about what to include and what to leave out. It's what I call the highlights reel of your life. You don't need, I was born in Brooklyn in 1962, and then we moved to New Jersey when I was four years old. Now I went to school. That, that doesn't matter. But it's really those defining moments, like the defining moment with my parents thought I was deaf, and then I went to college, and ironically, major communications. So here's an interesting story, just a quick example, because it's about an engineer. Mm-hmm. One of my clients, a woman said to me, she's an environmental engineer. And so she's like, this is really boring. It's not on like the radio and all that. It's not like a real sexy job. And so how do I tell my story? So again, me just asking questions and knowing how to pull those answers from that curiosity, just having a normal conversation like this, saying, what did you do? Before you went to college, you went to college and majored in engineering. She's like round water table and runoff and drainage and all that stuff. It, mm-hmm. it stinks. So I said, well, what do you do when you got interested in this? She says, well, actually, when I was 14 years old, I went to an Arbor Day parade with my sister in our local community. And something just hit me about planting things. And like, I became a tree hugger. And then I went to college and majored. I'm like, okay, so let's, that's the theme of your story. That's where your story starts. I went to an Arbor Day parade. Who knew that I was going to be involved in, in this? And so that she tells her story. So it's the highlights reel. Hi, this is James. And I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals? In building habits that stick? Becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. Oh, cool. So the story that you need to tell is right underneath your nose. It's hiding in plain sight. It's really having the confidence and having someone to ask these questions to be able to pull out the relevant parts of that story that are not only going to connect with you internally, but that will also connect with the crowd. Exactly. Yeah. And it it really is about having it. It's conversational. It's personable. So that when somebody's listening to it, because when you write it, it's very different than when you say it out loud. Yes. And the radio part with me with the, the voice is you have to know where the pauses are and where the silences are and that every word is a word and that you want people hanging on every single word like it's gospel that's dripping off your tongue. Yes. Power. Yes. Yes. See what happened there? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was, I was listening at my, my, for those of you that are watching the video, I'm kind of moving closer to my microphone and the camera as she's drawing me into the story. And I'm like, yeah, the pauses have meaning. Silence has, has meaning. Everything has meaning. 
Well, it's interesting that our words are really powerful, but our silences and pauses are more powerful than our words. So, and, but people feel really intimidated by silence. They feel like they have to keep talking to fill that, as we used to call in radio, dead air. But you don't have to keep talking. It's okay to come up for, to pause and to stop and to let people, let their minds digest and their brains, you know, interpret what you're saying. Yeah, I guess it's interesting because some people will say it's dead air and I say it's air filled with possibility because you are allowing space and time for thought, contemplation, and you never know what that moment can provide. And, and it really is about, like, we talk about deep listening and being able to, it's, I'm not a musician, but, you know, it, when they see music, it's the space in between the notes. Yeah. That's where the magic is. Yeah. That's that, that Susan, I really enjoy our conversation. So what are some, I typically ask my guests this, what are some general success principles that you have found? This doesn't have to have to be with telling your story. It could be about entrepreneurship. It could be about life in general, general success principles that you have found to be beneficial to you or people within your world. Yeah, I always, I, I try to live by the code of be a person of excellence. And so here's just a quick example. Recently, I took my husband, we both work from home. So I took the phone charger out of his office and it was on a, in a power strip on the floor. So I took the phone charger out and look, we've been married 32 years. So he's not going to say, where my phone charger? Well, it's not going to carry on like that. So <laughs> I go back the next day and I go to put the charger back and I put it down on the desk. And as I turn to walk out, nobody's in there. I, I turn to walk away and I think, wait a minute. I didn't take it from the desk. I took it from the power strip on the floor. And like I said, he wouldn't say anything because he just wouldn't. He knows better. But anyway, <laughs> he, yeah. he wouldn't say anything, but I know. I know that I didn't put it back from where I took it. So I bent down and that took about a tenth of a second and I plugged it back into the floor to the power strip because that's what a person of excellence does. So when you put your head down on the pillow at the end of the day and you think, did I really do my best today? That's, that's the answer. Cool. Cool. So a success principle is being a person of excellence leaving things as you found them in a sense or, or better. Are there any other success principles that you found in your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, gosh, you're so, yeah, I've been, I've been doing this for 22 years. So it's been a long, it's been a long role here. There's a few that are just be tenacious. Even when you're tired, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Um, and then the one that my grandma, my wise old grandma from Brooklyn, she was born in 1899. Wow. And in Brooklyn and lived to be 95 years old. And she was not educated, but she was a very, very wise woman. Mm -hmm. and, she, and we had a profound relationship. And she used to say, know when to speak up and know when to shut up. <laughs> she told me this when I told her when Andrew, my husband, when we got engaged, I said, oh, look, I got a ring and we got engaged. And she says, know when to speak up and know when to shut up. So it works in personal life as well as, as business. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. Yeah, yeah, it, it goes back to understanding the, the power of silence. 
and not necessarily having to respond in a verbal way. Absolutely in a verbal way. So, you know, Susan, I've really enjoyed this. The one thing that I, I typically will say to, to push back on this, that engineers are not great communicators, right? So this is what I say. Engineers are great communicators when they are talking to other engineers in their specialty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's when, it, I think any of us, when we are in a situation where we are talking to someone that may not have the same technical background that we have, we may have difficulty expressing ourselves and communicating our story or the ideals that we're trying to convey. When it comes to even, you know, and, and I've worked with, again, a lot of folks, you know, in engineering and to go to networking events, just to say hi and introduce themselves with the eye contact and the verbal, nonverbal communication, not so much even to tell your story, but just to meet people. But oftentimes they have to, in the, in the workplace, go into sales presentations with CEOs and CFOs and make presentations and use the technology and talk about what they do, but really knowing, like I said, what to include and what to leave out and how to answer questions and how to have that charisma and that confidence, which can be learned because just straight out here, <laughs> if somebody would have told me 20 years ago, I'd be doing this, I would have laughed in their face. I'm like, that's not me. I, I can't, you know, that I'd rather sit home in a closet by myself. And you can learn this and, and it's doable. So, so are you telling me you would have robbed the world of you by <laughs> sitting home in the closet by yourself? Telling you. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for your kind words. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's great. So Susan, as we get ready to wrap up this interview, are there anything else, any parting words or any things that you would like to share with our audience? Think you can. You got this. You can do this. You just have to think it and believe it. Because if you don't believe it, nobody else will. Wow. Okay, Susan. I really appreciate your time. I'll end this podcast episode like I end every podcast episode, which is that many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through and do it. And I really appreciate you for being part of that select few. Thank you, James. It's been an honor. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life. And it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.